hi everybody you know i recently heard that you know what you give back to the earth always comes back to you so with sustainability a very big question these days today i have with me lakshmi prabha ma'am founder of prithvi mitra an online emporia selling environmental friendly products her purpose is to empower 1 billion lives by drawing lifestyle changes related to sustainability by being the instrument of making the planet people home and community come together to save mother earth with that welcome lakshmi ma'am to the show thank you nitya namaste everyone glad to be in the show thank you ma'am so ma'am my first very curious question that i have for you is that you know we all have sustainability some way or the other linked to our lives right so what is it in your life that truly drive you to you know make this thing a little a, a, you know main point in your life because you are running a sustainability organization you are uh, you know you have been a business advisor for corporates and kids uh, with relate to sustainability so what was it in your life that really drove you towards the purpose anitya this journey of myself started about 7 plus years ago approximately 8 years ago so prithvi mitra is as a purpose from my passion so seven years ago i saw a tv uh, show which actually showed how a house garbage packed in a black cover leaves out of the house leaving the house clean pollutes a very beautiful village out my city bangalore so is how it was happening in other cities in india and how the mountain of landfill was polluting the water the air and the earth of a very beautiful village just to keep my house clean or the city house clean so this triggered me or gave me a slap you know spark to think how i can be a solution to the problem of mounting garbage around me right ma'am so ma'am you know we talk about sustainability a lot these days but like past few years have been very essential for us especially when we talk about issues like global warming and uh, you know becoming a carbon negative or a carbon zero society or a world or a planet you know so my question is you know when you started to set out on your journey what were the various challenges that you faced you know at an individual as well as at a society level sure so the one of the main uh, challenges was though sustainability was there as part of indian culture i have seen my mother you know in when i was young first of all milk there were no plastic covers there used to be a milkman who used to come and pour milk in the you know vessel in our house but later this did come the milk packet but you know food waste everything was minimal and even if there were any remnants available i remember my mother you know burying it behind in our backyard into the mud so what comes from the mud ideally goes into back into the mud now coming back to our present situation 
we have got used to i have got i got used to a very convenient lifestyle of you know whatever waste was there packing everything together whether it is a plastic waste or whether it is a food waste or whether it is a sanitary waste everything goes in one cover outside it was so convenient that is what was the thought processing so when we first started segregating our waste into three types you know ideally wet waste goes into a separate bin dry waste or recyclable goes into a separate bin and sanitary or reject waste goes into a separate bin as each is you know has its own destination and if it is mixed it cannot be fixed and creates greenhouse gases so when we were doing it you know there were not collection systems happening at a separate level so we were confused as a family as to where to really how to really put this separately but then in bangalore at that time for 2014 15 we had a rule from the government municipality asking every aggregate waste separately into three types so apparently there was an initiative taken across help of volunteers to take this concept across to each of the people so it was holistically done and since the order came from the municipality the collection services were also asked to collect separately yes initially we had challenges as to we were not clear what to do but as there is a saying that goes when we seek something we start getting the answers so i was able to connect to various resources you know excellent citizen volunteer groups who were working towards solid waste management and resources like two bin one bag swmrp all these you know set of group of volunteers and dedicated people so with this help of resources we were able to move ahead one step at a time so as there is a saying nitya a journey of 1000 miles starts with a single step yes and that single step is definitely takes everyone a long way ahead right ma'am so ma'am you know talking back about your childhood days you know i remember that you know when we were kids i'm sure that you you also might have experienced this in your childhood that you know our parents our grandparents you know they used to keep earthen pots into our houses right and there were right. by default a lot of things you know which were not harming the environment so for example you know planting more trees outside the house or you know keeping earthen pots you know not using air conditioners you know keeping uh, you know instead of uh, coolers they used to have these uh, uh natural you know i mean i don't remember the name but khaskhas which helps you know probably right. on the environment and all those things right so when we Absolutely. look back into our childhood right so what are the stories that you would connect to you know when it talks about sustainability from your own personal childhood and how has that shaped for you to you know make a mindset that yes we should follow the same traditions going forward at least not in the same manner but maybe makes make it easier for users like me so that they find it convenient and friendly to use it sure nitya so what i can straight away you know that is very evergreen in my memory is still 
i remember my mother uh, you know the milk when the milk packets came into use you know that was uh, the uh, plastic that came into use every day so when that came into use i remember my mother cutting the packet clean you know after pouring the milk she used to rinse the packet and keep it on the tile to dry collect it over a period of time and hand it over to the nearest radhiwala so that he can recycle because it was a high quality plastic it was a recyclable plastic or that had high value this is one beautiful way where you are completing the cycle or responsibly you know consuming it that was one way second is as i mentioned to you if there are any first of all she used to make food not very extra but at least for one person always we had food extra in our house because in those days we didn't have whatsapp or you know phone as often so any time we expect guests so whoever comes at that time always had a share beautiful yummy food that our mom makes so whatever small small remnants of food waste that remains she used to bury it in the soil behind in our backyard near the bank, uh, near the banana tree i remember this very very clearly and regarding clothes i would like to say something because this is something i really used to think very often now there used to be only four or five sets of dress for us and only during diwali or you know birthday or not even birthday i think only once or twice a year we get, used to get new dress so always the concept of what is needed was being consumed and the concept of consumerism conscious consumerism was so very natural and life nitya this is something i can connect to and really think about it right ma'am so ma'am talking about corporates you know every corporate is mostly focusing on something called an esg strategy which is environment social and governance strategy and it is said that you know some some countries have actually made it mandatory for the companies to actually incorporate those reportings into their uh, listings you know into their final accounts and everything right so ma'am i just wanted to understand you know like all of us you know especially corporates as well and at an individual level we are using so much of an e waste you know we have like so many laptops we keep on changing our mobile phones you know especially generations like me you know who like very are like used to you know try out new things you know so i just want to understand you know the concept of e waste first and how to reduce e waste from our lives good question nitya so the concept of uh, e waste is very i would say in the in the recent times it is very inevitable into use in all our hands because technology is what it is right now but what we can do as a citizen is to disperse the e waste responsibly after its life or after its lifetime so how do we do it so there are e waste recyclers author authorized by cpcb and the respective states pollution control board to actually collect the e waste and responsibly dispose it you know wherein they have designed defined a set of processes as it is highly polluting 
so they are given permissions and only such recyclers are authorized to process it so every state you know ka municipality for example in bangalore in the municipality website clearly this the authorized uh, vendors for collecting each type of waste so there are lot of corporates and communities like apartments big big apartments who actually identify such recyclers in the respective states or cities and they collaborate with them to do a monthly or a quarterly collection for example if your phone you're replacing your phone the older phone the best way is if it is in working condition if we can do a factory reset and donate it to a needy person that is the best way because there is always waste of one person is always a treasure to another person in the right way it gets reused very well by helping another person if nothing is possible it has to be disposed it has to be disposed responsibly so that it doesn't burden the earth water and air or to sell in simple terms it doesn't pollute right ma'am so ma'am we all know about you know united nations sustainability development goals so like i just wanted to understand you know like how does prithvi mitra you know like helps us to connect with those and how can one consumer affect sustainability sure so basically i'll give an introduction as to what are these you know what is this sdg is about so the sustainability sustainable development goals it is actually the global goals which was adopted by the united nations in 2015 basically as a universal call to action to end poverty protect the planet and ensure that by 2030 all people enjoy peace and prosperity apparently there are seven sustainable development goals and 193 countries have signed to execute this by 2030 and uh, as of june 6 2021 india is in 117th position in catering to the sdgs okay so now coming to prithvi mitra's contribution so prithvi mitra's products when a consumer buys prithvi mitra's products or avails their business advisory services they cater to 11 sustainability development goals and these goals apparently you know in simpler terms any product or service opted from prithvi mitra helps in contributing to not burdening the earth water and air how i can you know an example of a set of products that will be available like for example say a bamboo toothbrush or a natural personal care like a natural handmade soap or an upcycled denim bag etc so all the products which have been evaluated and chosen or a natural cleaner which is non toxic so all these products have been carefully evaluated so that you know they contribute to reduced um, carbon footprint because they are all sourced locally 
made in India. The raw materials and the products are made in India. Also, the energy consumption part or the water consumption part, or all these are catered to or satisfied much better than creating a new product in the category. Like, say, if it is a plastic toothbrush, if it's an alternative to a plastic toothbrush, or if it's an alternative to a chemical cleaner, or if it is an alternative to various other products, like a new paper, we have recycled paper. So in that ways, in all such angles, definitely Prithvi Mitra contributes to the goals, hence contributing to a positive climate change and reducing the burden of climate change. Right, ma'am. So ma'am, uh, another question related to the kids, you know. So I remember, you know, when we were kids, you know, we were, uh, you know, we were still, you know, we using, you know, chalks and, you know, uh, black, uh, you know, that slates for writing and, you know, for learning our initial alphabets and numbers and everything, right? And today, like what I'm noticing is that, you know, a lot of schools are emphasizing on reducing the count of paper because they're trying to conserve, you know, uh, or convert everything into an E format. And, you know, so I, I want to know the difference between what it was earlier, like, you know, when, uh, when we were using chalks and slates, then we moved on to something like, you know, uh, uh, like using paper a lot for, you know, writing and everything. And now my thing is that, you know, people are like focusing on using a lot of e-formats, like, you know, learning it on the tab or on the mobile so which according to you was or is the best way to learn and how does this impact sustainability okay so before i answer this question yes. let me add to the earlier question the, you know, detailed thoughts that i was sharing on the sustainable development goals you asked me how one person's uh, contribution affects uh, the entire thing around so here again, I would like to, you know, very, this is my very deep realization that one person's consumption definitely affects the entire ecosystem around us. So conscious consumerism is what it is that bogs down or if you, if you really see in a deeper manner, contributes to everything that affects around us. If I'll just give you one simple example and then move on to this um, question, Nitya. Nitya's one choice of shifting to a non-toxic skin cream definitely contributes to a clean water system and clean earth without polluting it. Right, ma'am. So, ma'am, again, you know, on the same lines, you know, how can we as parents and, you know, how can people who are like very busy in their lives and, you know, are like used to a very tight schedule ensure that sustainability is one thing which they do, you know, not because it takes time, but it is very handy. So, Nitya, solutions and op options or sustainable alternatives to regular uh, industrial uh, produced alternatives 
are definitely available but as the demand from the person people grows so will the supply of these alternatives will grow thereby making it more available and more accessible and at a better price than compared to what it is available right now so definitely everything is hand in hand or it is a collaborative effort to make it happen but yes awareness is the main key right ma'am so ma'am so, for like yes ma'am yes yeah. nitya coming to your slate point should i um, share my thoughts on that yeah 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 please go ahead ma'am so yes the slate and um, the chalk was definitely used in the earlier times definitely it can be used right now also but it is always you know best to go with the flow which is go right now be in the present and be in the moment definitely we don't forget our past or our earlier culture which is which has been always sustainable but we should also move ahead with the latest technology so coming to this point always definitely writing with a chalk and a slate has its own benefits one is it doesn't produce the waste because after using a chalk it completely vanishes so there is no refill plastic refill or a nib in as in the present day you know scenarios to actually dispose okay in that way but also you know i i cannot comment more but i have heard or read probably that you know always writing has a connection with you know registering in a child's mind and that is when we used to remember better so this is something i read definitely so compared to the latest thing yes saving paper we have to be abreast with the newer technologies like you know going with the tablets or screen to read but not too much definitely everything has its own positives and negatives so whatever is the right and best available at the present moment we have to go with it right ma'am so ma'am how do you think you know covid has actually changed and has actually also helped people understand sustainability at an individual level you know because there were less cars on the road you know we were on a national lockdown not just in india but across countries uh, people started opting for gardening and plantations because they acted as a stress busters you know people started growing their own organic fruits and vegetables into their garden uh, a lot of them you know started understanding the concept of you know what is to be what can be grown inside the house and what cannot be grown inside the house and and things like that right so ma'am how do you think that covid has actually acted as a boost when it comes to sustainability as a question yes it's a very interesting one uh, that that was happening across the world uh, because it literally put the world speed to a halt or like a break so people started slowing down giving time to think about themselves this is my perspective and of course i also read that there was 
realize that there is realization among many people that definitely there is something bigger than them that can really affect things beyond the purview and uh, people took out time for themselves time for family in a positive side of course there are of course you know um, grim situations of many people and industries going down but to answer your question yes people slowed down and literally took a u turn or a turn inside to see what they are what they love to do and what they want to do so then the hobbies they started brushing up their you know hidden hobbies or their real interests of what they want to do which during the normal times non covid times you know they didn't have the time to really think about so this is what i'm um, thinking uh, uh, anitya and also i read in an article that literally last year 2020 2021 there has been a huge shift towards going natural ways you know consumption of natural kadas or herbal drinks to boost the immunity and similarly opting for greener choices because of the bigger awareness on climate change happening around us so all these factors definitely contributes right ma'am so ma'am uh, from a food industry perspective you know um, how how do you think that recycling is important for an industry like food and dairy uh because you know we lot of us you know we are still consuming especially you know uh, in a lot of countries people are still consuming milk and milk products earlier we used to you know like a lot of companies used to focus on gather, gathering more volume than on the quality of the milk or the product uh but now because of the health issues and every everything around i think people have now moved back to a natural way of processing where they focus on the quality as well right so ma'am i just wanted to understand you know how can we as consumers at an individual level ensure that we are consuming the right thing you know so what are the top you know like uh, like things that we can keep in mind while purchasing anything from the market to ensure that we are doing less harm to ourselves very good question and very deep yes nitya Nitya yes yes ma'am yes ma'am yeah so nitya this is a very deep and very important question in fact my journey of sustain or my family our journey of sustainability itself started with our food lifestyle change from a chemical laden food to a chemical free food that is how we started our journey so i highly recommend from my experience my personal experience this is my perspective that yes if you know you can do if you are able to do this first step of change to from a chemical laden food food means vegetables fruits groceries etc to a chemical free version of vegetables fruits or groceries by one person opting for you know chemical free food 
definitely contributes to the farmer or you know catering to the demand the supply catering to the demand the farmer not using pesticides or fertilizers on the land it goes a very long way and we as a family trust the source of people who sell chemical free products to us and we once we are sure of the source we go with them rather than it is our personal experience rather than only the brand we definitely you know trust the source from where we buy so this is our uh, take this is my take on food uh, nitya and with regards to dairy there are lot of studies you know talking about global warming etc my perspective is everything boils down to conscious consumerism and the whole industry is industrialized unlike you know every animal being part of the family in our earlier lifestyle like about 30 40 years ago so you we considered we consider ethical ethical what what is the ethical thing that is involved when i as a consumer opt for any product be it food or dairy or cosmetic or anything or or a dress clothing or anything so in that angle is how we see it yeah right ma'am so ma'am my last question to you again three suggestions to people that you would want to give from your journey uh, you know in life and from sustainability in general that people can learn from and can implement or you know take aways from them number 1 change begins with me this is my mantra number 2 again like mahatma gandhi ji said be the change you want to see in the world unless i change i cannot preach anyone third point reduce reuse is the way to go because everything boils down to conscious consumerism right ma'am thank you so much ma'am for being on the show i am sure that you know a lot of listeners a lot of people who are listening to you right now would be interested in connecting with you also at the same time you know i i have one last you know piece of suggestion for people around if you are listening to this podcast that please do follow lakshmi ma'am because she is one of the best in her fields that i have known plus at the same time you know it's very important for all of us to at least understand the basics of sustainability and we know that we don't have much people or much knowledgeable people to reach out to you know in terms of you know how we can actually help ourselves help our families our communities our home and our country you know to reach that goal because it's very important before we realize it's too late so with that I am Nitya and I am logging off for the day with Lakshmi ma'am today hope to see you on the next podcast soon thank you so much Lakshmi ma'am thank you Nitya I would like to end with one small line or one sharing that I would like to do is whenever you are going out please carry your own water bottle and a small reusable bag which is one step of change towards a sustainable lifestyle thank you very much and gratitude Thank you so much ma'am thank you